Hello and welcome back to Green Cows Don't Fly, our second of the between shows before we unleash our new project on you. And we're going to look back at how it all started, aren't we, B? Yes, the beginning of the Quester's Guide and how we got the ideas and everything. And we've already got ideas for our next show. Yes, but first, we we're going to look back. We are. And uh, this all started, all started, yeah, a year ago, <laughs> trying to find something to do. So we decided to, to do what writers normally do, and that's procrastinate. And this is what we came up with. And we're going to drop you in uh, mid-conversation. So you're um, going to join us sort of halfway through our brainstorming session. And what better than to do than to start with a moo? I've had an idea of what we can do in this podcast. Oh, I think we should write a book together. What, you and I? You and I. Yeah, that's Obviously. what normally you and I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but then we fall out and um, I think we, instead of um, you and I writing it, we should be lazy. Well, And yeah. we should be feeding it into one of those AI thingies. Oh, yes. And it does it for us. Yeah, all we would have to do is give it some topics, wouldn't we? And, uh, you know, it'll be so brilliant that uh, we'll be brilliant. Everybody will see us as brilliant. Oh, absolutely. And we'll um, soon be on the number one bestseller <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but what are we going to feed it, though? Well, uh, I think it should be about murder and killing and crime and, you know. <laughs> that surprises <laughs> Now, that surprises me. Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of, I don't know, romance, love. Romance? People like, you know, I don't know, Mr. Darcy, Miss Mr. Havisham, all these people. Yeah, well, yeah, we can um, kill them off one by one. <laughs> <laughs> Might be an idea. We could be inventing a new genre. We could do. We could do. I tell you what, let's fester that for a bit, shall we? We could, yeah, let's put it in the old, what's that most awful sort of business speak? Let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's put it in the thought fridge and snack on it later. <laughs> I, I, th- I think business, I think people, by the way, just as an aside, I think people who speak business speak should be taken out against, put against the wall and bloody shot. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. That, that, that could be a plot. It could be, yeah, we could get, you know, some business captains who, who have these meetings and speak interminable loads of bollocks all day about key takeaways and learnings. And they could be rounded up by a gang of, I don't know, uh, terrorists put, put up against the wall and shot. <laughs> That's a good idea. And talking of bollocks, let's do what we do best and talk a bit of bollocks, shall we? Let's get on. Well, kicking it off, I just recently read this um, story about <laughs> this Russian guy mm-hmm. who got into trouble with the law because he tortured his neighbours by making horse noises at night. <laughs> well, <if you> can... <laughs> it's better than raves, I suppose. I suppose, but would you really want to, um, you know, <laughs> all night? <laughs> Nay. Oh, well done. <laughs> Sorry, what, he's got himself in jail, has he, or something? Uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I think he either got probation or jail. I can't remember. It depends which article you read. Um, mm. But yeah, he started off writing, um, uh, writing, uh, making a lot of um, rock, no- you know, playing rock music. Mm. And then got a bit fed up with that himself and ended up just neighing all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, his neighbours. Well, he could have been mooing. He could have, he could, could have been sort of playing cow noises, couldn't he? Um, you know, we could use one of those um, neighing Russian blokes in the book. I think it might be quite fun. Yeah, the, your Russians really sinister. <laughs> you could be out at the dumpster, <laughs> killing people, kneecapping them. Yes, I think so, comrade. <laughs> I think we need to go on and do some other things now and talk more rubbish. Yes, I think this it's This was good. a bad accent. <laughs> Anyway, 
we better stop talking with silly accents, otherwise we're going to have to go into, um, you know, hiding from the Russians who want to kill us on a desert island and we do nothing but eat coconuts all day. Or crisps. There's no crisps on a desert island. Well, there ought to be. I like crisps. <laughs> Boxes of them. I could live on crisps. No, I think that would be a bit a bit bland, wouldn't it? I mean, if you are on the desert island, then you can only take um, crisps. Wouldn't you be a bit bored after a while? Well, if I could take a load of different boxes of flavours, that'd be quite good. It would save me having to sort of shin up trees and chop down coconuts and things like that, wouldn't it? I think I'd prefer the coconut. Well, so would I, actually. In a curry, particularly. Oh, yes. Yeah, coconut Thai milk. curry. Yeah, mm. Thai curry. Very nice. Bit of lemongrass, mm. all that sort of stuff. Oh, lovely. But, well, where would I get the lemongrass from the desert island? <laughs> well, you never know. It might grow there. What could I curry, then? Oh, what could you curry? Mm. Um, well, you would have to fish, uh, get fish. Yes, good idea, yeah. So, um... So that's upset, then. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'll disappear <laughs> off onto the desert island and curry some fish. And, never uh, to be seen again. Yeah, just so, and sort of just live on coconut milk, curried fish, and... What, what book would you... Well, here's a cliche. Which, which book would you bring to desert island? My own. <laughs> and just edit the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, if I say you didn't have a lap, well, I suppose you could have a pencil. Pencil yeah, and pad. Right in the sand, you know. Instead you... of SOS, I write my book in the sand. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of helicopters have to come over to, to actually read it to the end, you know, and you'd have to start. What you'd have to do is sort of write, you know, a, a page, leave it there for a while for your readership to read it, then <laughs> and smooth the sand all out again, and then go Google on to page Earth. two. <laughs> have to read it via Google Earth, wouldn't you? Yeah, that'd be good, actually. <laughs> Might take a bit of a while, then. Might be like an infinite uh, number of monkeys with typewriters who come up eventually with the complete works of Shakespeare. Talking about monkeys typing, <laughs> we should really... <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> uh, we should really start typing our own book, really, shouldn't we? You mean let AI do it, don't you? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, or else we're never going to get rich like J.K. Rowling. Did you know? Apparently, J.K. Rowling, she wrote some of Harry Potter on a public loo. Did she? Sitting on a sitting on a public loo, apparently a paragraph. Well, you know, it's quite a common practice for people to take sort of newspaper into the loo and read. So I suppose, you know, writing is a, a small step away from that, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I used to learn. Um, I used to learn my lines um, for the plays I was doing um, on the loo because it's actually not about plays. <laughs> you left. You left alone. You are left alone. Yes, you are. Yeah. Nothing, nothing to break your concentration. Well, my cat joins me into the toilet. Ah, right. ah, okay. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and he used to sit in my pants and yeah. curl up and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything about that. Um, I, should of course, not, I don't know if I should um, admit to this. Well, I but, don't even uh, admit yeah, it to yeah. it now. I'm, I'm, I've got the I've got the recording controls, <laughs> so uh, that'll be fifty quid if you don't want that to go out. For, any, for anybody who's wondering what the background noises are, we're here in the green room, little sort of cafe, be found. Uh, and we come in here for the free Wi-Fi so we can broadcast this show. Because we're, even though we're writers, we're skint. Exactly. And they have cake, which yeah. we just look at. Yeah, we steal that. <laughs> <laughs> or we sort of go, go and scavenge in the, in the skip at the end of the day. I'm a health freak myself. A clean living. Yes, well, of course, you like... Um, you know, some of it's like a glass of wine of an evening. Some of it's like a beer. Some of it's like, a, I don't know, even a glass of Coke. What do you like? I like hot water. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like and what are you like? What am I like? Well, I'm a cake-eating, um, chocolate face-stuffing, 
author who should really be writing a book with a certain someone. <clears throat> well, procrastination, see? That's the name of the game. Ooh, a game. Um, I tell you what, give me a name. Any name other than Trump. What, a surname or a Christian name? Uh, a surname of somebody famous. Nelson. Well, who's famous called Nelson? Lord Nelson. Lord Admiral Lord Nelson. Up to date. Oh, okay. What, well, today's name? Today. Oh, what, contemporary somebody... name. Contemporary name. Co- contemporary name. Anyone. Uh, <laughs> somebody, Today. somebody ask you a question. Do you want to? <laughs> somebody ask you a simple question and you, you, you have to think of it. Um, My fingers is poised on the Google. Barnes. Right, go for it. Barnes. Who? What about Barnes? Barnes. Yeah. Who? Barnes. Who's Barnes? Well, it, it, does, oh, does it have to be somebody we know? Yeah, yeah, somebody oh, famous. I see. Oh, well, oh, sorry. Um, oh. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, okay. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. Oh, where is he? Arnold? He'll be back. If he's not here, he'll be back. He'll be, he will be back. And apparently it was his birthday recently. Oh, right. He's tweeted to say thanks, everybody, for the birthday wishes. Oh, bless him. wonder what they got him. He, he, how old is he, I wonder? He doesn't say that in his tweet, does he? He's knocking on a bit. <clears throat> He's knocking on a bit. We could play Schwarzenegger roulette, couldn't we? I'm going to have a guess. Then we'll look it up and see who's the closest, right? Okay. Okay. So I'm going for 71. I'm going for, oh dear, 71 and a half. <laughs> oh, that's cheating. <laughs> I'm going for, um, he must be about... Isn't he older than that? Don't know. That, seven, that's your, your guess. Is he seven years? You feeling lucky, punk? No, that's Clint Eastwood, but you know what I mean. He feeling lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'll terminate you. No, that was a bad accent. Sounding like the Russians from the desert island back again. Um, <laughs> you'll be terminated. I can't do it. Um, I've never seen many of his films. Go on, then. He, he, you haven't seen a Schwarzenegger film? I haven't really, no. I haven't. You I've, haven't lived. I've, I've lived a very... <laughs> I've lived a very sheltered life. Don't start me on Star Wars. I've never seen Star Wars, and I love sci-fi. Oh, yeah. I love sci-fi, but I've never seen Star Wars. Any of them. But come you on. like sci-fi. <laughs> You're procrastinating here. Let's, let's have a guess. I think he must be older. I can't imagine he'd be just 71. Well, I think he'd be 78. Right, okay, he'd be 78. Okay, now, now, now what we're going to do by the magic of, tech, well, magic of technology, we're going to play you a cow mooing in a minute, and then we'll be back. So hang on a second, because I'm going to Google it. And here we are back at the great Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's guessing the correct age. Now, just to recap, I said 71, and B said 78. And the answer is 74. So, Ooh, so, who's, so I, won, I won by one. Typical. Well, I'm very competitive, by the way. Well, whoever wins has to pay for the coffees. Oh, uh, well, uh, oh okay. Uh, what would you have? Uh, chocolate. I'll have a latte. Chocolate cake. Oh, I see. Oh, right. Well, well, oh, right. Okay. Well, I'm going to have a. Uh, I'm going to have a piece of sponge. Oh, you and your sponge, right? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about food. We still need to give AI a bit of food. We need to come up with something quick. Bollocks! I've gone blank. <laughs> Writer's block before we've written a word. Writer's block. Yeah, I was going to say something. It was going to be really, really good and interesting and, and, and very profound and all the rest of it. All right, let's get thinking. Let's go home. And oh, we, we can't go home yet. We need to think of something. We just need to um, come up with a few bits to feed it with. And more cake, of course. Find AI fodder. 
Or should I say in the Russian accent, AI FUD? FUD. We give it some pits and bite. Yes, I think so. The Russians like the Russians like cake. <laughs> anyway, ideas. Come on, chop chop. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll go and get some out of the thought fridge. So, what have we got so far? So far, all we know is genre. Have we? Do we know anything about genre? Have we decided genre? Well, we what, what are we going to do? You see, I'm sort of you know I'm old romantic at heart, and I was thinking you know the modern day bodice ripper sort of big country house thing, Jane Austen. Didn't we sort of think that maybe um, we could do, I don't know, something where people die? Well, shall, we, we, um, yeah. shall we fester that again? We, we do should, a lot of festering. Yeah, you'll find we fester quite a bit. In the meantime, I have a question for you. Have you ever stuffed your face with peanuts? You know, shoving as many as you can. No, I haven't, but I do. I'm very partial to peanuts. But what I have done on Drunken Revels back in the day, we used to have this thing, and you may have had it as well, how many cream crackers can you eat without taking a glass of water? And you oh, think, how nice. <laughs> you think, well, I could do that easily, quite honestly. But you can't, you know. You can get about two, and then it feels like you're being asphyxiated. Yeah, I can imagine. You know what I did once when, as, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And I went back to Switzerland for a holiday, and I was, at the time, really, really into Weetabix. So I brought Weetabix back home with me, um, because we couldn't get them back then. Well, I always thought the Swiss were very discerning. I mean, that proves it to me. If you couldn't get Weetabix then. Well, actually, what I did, I just left them on the side in the kitchen. And my dad thought it was biscuits, and he started eating them just like that without milk. You want to spit them out like this? They're dry as dry as dry can be. They really are. But he ate the whole thing. Well, you know, just one big Weetabix, <laughs> and I said, "Don't think much of these beans." Uh, like I said, "How did you get on with those?" And he said, "Well, they're a bit dry." <laughs> You have to douse them in, in, I don't know, hot water or something. Hot, you know I'm addicted to hot water anyway. I know, well, this, is, this is, will be a recurring theme, I think, across this series because I think, you know, there are many more interesting drinks out there than hot water, to tell you the truth. Yeah, but it's so healthy, isn't it, hot water? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be so healthy. Well, if you spill it down around yourself, perhaps not. But, yes, I, I mean, I've heard people sort of uh, trumpeting the efficacy of it, so apparently it's quite good for you. It just tastes of nothing. Well, it kind of has its own taste in its own way. I don't know. It, it does taste something to me. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm weird. But what I did yesterday, actually, that's a good tip. Uh, I was sitting outside. You know, it was so hot yesterday. Mm. And I was sitting outside, and I had a bucket of cold water, and I just had my feet in it, writing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you drank it all. No, no, no. <laughs> well, the cat tried to drink it, had my feet in the cold water, and the cat came up to it, and he was sort of sniffing it. And I uh, shoved his face in there and lapped up the cheesy water <laughs> <laughs> well see you know there, there's some kind of flavouring ingredient there isn't there I suppose yeah <laughs> but I read this interesting um, article well it's not really an interesting article talk of peanuts about this um, customs people who found uh, drugs hidden in peanuts what, in individual peanut peanuts? shells yeah in individual really? peanut she- shells and I think they uh, seized about 500 grams worth of drugs or something just hidden That's inside very diligent peanuts. Very intelligent of the smugglers and, and the, <laughs> the customs people. I mean, I don't know how you get, you know, there must be minuscule quality quantities of drugs in each peanut then. Yeah, and they probably just glued them shut. Are we, are we talking about um, the actual, you know, what we sometimes call monkey nuts, those kind of... Um, monkey nuts? Yeah, well, monkey nuts, they're called monkey nuts here. Um, and they're, um, if, if you see, if you see a, 
a sketch of a peanut it, it normally looks like a sort of it's a kind of a brownish yeah, yeah it's the shell isn't it thing. yeah the shell yeah so that, so the shell is and the shell breaks it open into, into stringy sort of yeah. stuff yeah and then you've got the little peanuts inside yeah and it was in there instead of the peanut inside ah, just in the shell yeah, clever yeah, well, from time to time I watch TV shows because they make TV shows out of anything now, and there, there are quite a few of them from around the world of uh, customs people, you know, stopping uh, people coming through customs with uh, all sorts of things. There's, a, there's an Australian one where they, you know, there's quite a lot of people trying to sort of smuggle in all sorts of ghastly looking food, but there's obviously quite a lot of drugs as well, mm. and they smuggle them in everything. And anything. it wasn't somebody trying to smuggle something under their wig or something, and it was ridiculous because like the wig, wig stood up, you know, like sat on top of whatever drugs he was. <laughs> Did you see that? No, I didn't see that, yeah, but it sounds like we're talking about wigs and white powder. You know, it sort of goes back through history, doesn't it? You know, that's where you put white powder yeah, on your wig, perhaps. Perhaps he no, was I a dandy. It was a packet of something and then the wig on top. So it was kind of having like a second <laughs> head. It was like weird. So it was a picture of it at one well, point. So t- obviously he wanted to get caught. Obviously fancied a bit of time in the neck by the sound of it. Yeah, but if you're going to smuggle, get some common sense. <laughs> Look in the mirror, maybe. That's absolutely Zed for effort, isn't it? Yeah. I've got this, I've got this mental picture now of the wig, you know, atop his head, you know, about two feet clear, well, two inches clear of his head with a dr- with a with a big square. That's what it was. The drugs underneath. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, sir? Oh, it's um, uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it's my brain. <laughs> so clever, he mm. pops out. Hey, hold the phone. Hold the phone. I've had a brilliant idea about the genre. Go for it. What about what about uh, what about something that encapsulates fantasy and noir? Ooh, ooh, fantastical beasts in dumpsters <laughs> <laughs> with their legs shot off, heads shot off, and hmm. <laughs> yeah, we could. You know, on a quest. Obviously, it'll have to be on a quest of some sort. What a quest to get a um, suitcase of money? Your fantasy. See, this is a premise of your fantasy. Your fantasy invariably has a quest or a dragon. Uh, we'll be dead on page one, won't I? Yeah, oh, and of course you have to have it. Sorry, there's something else which, you know, I'm not going to do it with you. Not unless I'm allowed to invent a sort of shadowy figures, ideally seven of them. And they could be called Nazgul or they could be called Dementors, but they seem to be interchangeable. And they're going to have to be the portend of all evil. The bartender, did evil. you say? The bartender of all evil. Yeah, that, that's that's a pub. I see it now. There's going to be a pub that's called the the All Evil Arms. <laughs> all sorts of things happen at the back. Yes, they do. Yeah, the All Evil Arms. Drug deals. Where, where all, all, yes, all sorts of terrible things happen. Yeah, that's going to be it. It's going to be. I think we need to get though, and this is where you can excel. I think we need to get a uh, a hotshot protagonist. You know, f- to fulfil the the noir credentials, like a you know some kind of a. A, a detective or a, a you know no, an no, investigator, sort of gun kind of shady yes, person, that, that, or something that kind of thing. Yeah, with a dark sort of, past. Yeah, yeah. Think Clint Eastwood or something like that. You know, Ooh, I'm, some I'm, kind of character. I'm thinking more sort of Tarantino type of Tarantino. Yes, thing. Tarantino. Oh, let's get yes. thinking again. Right, back to talking okay, okay. rubbish. Did you know? That apparently, according to a study, 162,719 pints of Guinness are wasted in beards and moustaches. <laughs> That's not the only thing either. I mean, you know, I'm sure I see a bloke, you know, he's a desperately messy eater. Someone with a sausage sticking out of his beard the other day. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I did. Lots of crumbs and mustard. and. Yeah, he's got two birds living in there as well. A whole nest. A whole nest, yeah. 
Well, that's, that's quite fascinating, isn't it? That's an awful lot of beer to waste, it? Isn't is, it? but, um, you know... Might... I mean, if somebody like, I don't know, some kind of boffin or something could invent the way of sort of extracting that. What, like... You know, you know... Lick their beards? <laughs> yeah, something like that, I don't know, or some kind of... I don't know, some kind of mangled device which would sort of squeeze the Guinness out there and, and you know... Walk around pubs and squeeze people's moustaches. <laughs> yes, excuse me, just, just, Can I just drum? give me a sec, give me a second there. Just yeah, tilt your head back a bit more, a little bit more. Uh, that's it. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, now, see, talking about Guinness, that reminds me of a family story very, very quickly. Um, do you know when Guinness was invented? No idea. 1759. What about that? Eh? I know that. Why do I need to know that to live? I mean, you know what I mean. Well, you don't, but I needed to know it in a family quiz. And you and, won. Uh, we won, so that was Oh, great. look at you little clever clogs. Oh, uh, clever clogs. I've never been so insulted in all my life. I don't like losing. Right, I'm off now. Do the rest of the show yourself. I'm off. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. I'll write my own book then. <laughs> oh, yeah, the book. No royalties for you, mate. Uh, well, none for you either, because AI is writing it. Yeah, but I can still publish it and I can take the credit and then I'll take all the money. No, oh, hang on a minute. Well, maybe I was a bit hasty there. I was a bit hasty, I think. Yes, I think, uh, yes, I mean, calm down. Calm down, B. You know, you're too hasty. <laughs> well, stop pointing that gun at me. Oh, yes, we can. Oh, I still think we need lots of dead bodies in the book. You know, guns and things. And, and the Russian bloke needs to come in. Yes, We well, need to have yeah. a Vladimir. We could call him Vlad. Vladimir. Vlad. Vlad. Vlad but I tell you what, I think we need to sum up where we're getting with the book, you know. Let's get our strands together so as we can forge forward. Talking of which, we still need to find a good um, AI thingamabob, one that is reliable and doesn't just give us a load of gibberish. Yeah, well, don't worry about that. I'll troll the net and find this one. So let's sum up. What have we got so far, B? Well, we're writing a fantasy noir and mm. we've got a protagonist who's a bartender at the Olive Arms, and we have an yeah. antagonist, a Russian called Vlad. The Russians. The Russians. He- they go everywhere. <laughs> Very sinister people. And then they, they do naughty things. Now, I think we need to stop talking Russian, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I think we do. Think we'll we do. never get anything done. <laughs> no, no. It's too much fun. And we need... <laughs> We need a name for our bartender, don't we? Our um, protagonist. Any thoughts? Well, I've been mulling it over and I can see him. He's sort of an old school actor, you know, like a Guinness, Alec Guinness or, or somebody like that, or sort of Ian McKellen or someone like that. And he's rather grand. Uh, and he's sort of, you know, he's, he's in the bar, ostensibly as a bartender, but he's got another purpose. He's got a more, a bigger purpose. He's sort of old school, big beard. I don't know. Somebody a bit like... Gandalf, G- Gandalf, Gandalf, Gandalf Smith, Gandalf Smith, <laughs> Smith. Well, yeah, it's just calling it this cognitive dis- dissonance, you know, because they're normally called Lord Zorbron or something like that, you know. So he could be, yeah, Gandalf Smith, old actor. Hello, hello, I'm Gandalf, Gandalf. Smith. You may have seen me in such movies as The Boat Sank. So Smith is the um, noir bit of the name, is it? Yes, yeah, that gives him a bit of street, you know, better reality, bit of grit, bit of street cred. <laughs> I think we need to face to that a bit more, don't you? Yes, I think we do. So let's talk more rubbish then. Well, I've got a little story about, um, of course, a cat. Ah, yes. Um, you, you know, you do cat like your woman. cats. Don't you? Yes, you do like cats. <laughs> One day I'll be found dead amongst 50 cats or something. Um, no, but this one is um, um, a story in Alaska, and apparently there was a cat called Stubbs mm. who became mayor 
of a town. The town was called Tukitna. Really? <laughs> and apparently it was mayor for oh, 15 years, I think. Wow. Was it 15? No, not 15 years. How long was he mayor for? Oh, I think it might... Was it 20? Um, do, 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 can't remember... 15 years. 15 years? He was the mayor. Yeah, he was the mayor. We could have done I bet with he did really well. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet you we could have done with him on the world stage the past five or six years, couldn't hey? we? We could have done well with him on the world stage this past five or six years. Oh, just, right. Yeah. Instead of Merv Talkeetna, you know, he could have taken on a bigger <laughs> job, couldn't he? Yes, president of the US. Cat. Fake cat! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> president Stubbs. It has a ring to it. Uh, more plausible, more plausible as well. And he was ginger. Yes. Oh, uh. <laughs> Should I say this? <laughs> Possibly. Talking of people who hate people, mm-hmm. uh, did you know that Elvis's manager, yeah. he apparently sold I hate Elvis badges? Colonel Tom, uh, he, was a, he was a boy and a half, I tell you. He, uh, <laughs> he, I mean, he managed to turn it. I'd say that I liked Elvis Presley um, in, in his early uh-huh. days. In his uh-huh. yes, indeed. Uh-huh. Uh, in his early days. <laughs> In his early days, um, you know, when he was a sort of rockabilly kind of hillbilly mm. uh, blues singer, mm. it was absolutely brilliant. And what he, what I mean, you know, I'm going to really affront people here, but what they turned him into was an absolute travesty in the end. It Those is, isn't it? Jumpsuits and you know, prattling about like a, I don't know, so sad, such so sad, such a brilliant talent. And talking of brilliant talents, we need to get back to writing that brilliant book. Yeah, and behind every great book is a great protagonist and we haven't still got ours yet. Come on, we need to get this flushed out. Flushed out? <laughs> You've been with Dino Rod again. Yeah, uh, well, yes, that's another <laughs> so story. So I hear. Yeah, that's another story. Uh, yeah, we need... Yes. You know, yeah, let's, let's demonstrate... Protagonist. Our, yeah, let's demonstrate our amazing creative powers in real time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if Gandalf Smith works. I quite like it, but can we use Gandalf because of, you know, mm, yeah. he's kind of a bit... Hmm. Possibly not. We could change it a bit. We could make him Grandolf... Randolph Smith. Smith. Sounds like an actor. Hello, I'm Randolph Smith. You may have seen me in the Titanic sank once or something like that. I can see we need to do more thinking. I think so. Right, back to rubbish then. Old Stubbsy's gone then. He must have, he must have done his stint. Perhaps he shuffled off to the uh, whatever cats live in. Cat heaven. Cat heaven, yeah. He's maybe... I can't imagine they're any better off. If they've, t- if they've actually got a person, I can't imagine they're much better off. Do you know, I think I would quite fancy having a mayor, a cat, you know, a cat as a mayor, because I'm sure they make better decisions. Maybe they make a lot better decisions. <laughs> and, and you probably can't, well, the only sort of bribery they'd be open to would be like cat food, wouldn't it? I bribe my cat all the time. Kitty cat and fish and a bit of, bit of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> my cat is so bribable. He's so gullible. I just, you know, yeah. he's just easy. <laughs> bit of food. Because he's, he's, he's got a predilection for bringing slugs in, hasn't he, your cat? Oh, God. Do you know, uh, this is embarrassing. I kissed a slug the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, accidentally, he had a slug on his fur and the back of his neck. He mm. came in and I picked him up and I gave him a kiss and he actually kissed oh, a slug. No. Mark, hold on. <laughs> so, oh, God. Where do you, uh, where does he pick these slugs? Does he go about rolling about in sort of a, a pit of slugs or something? Or do they just sort of, does he find them on bushes or what? No, I think because he sleeps sort of in the corner on the lawn. Um, in the night, the slugs come out if you go out in the night and you see all these slugs. And I think he just, they climb on him or he rolls on them or something and yeah, then they get yeah, entangled yeah. in his long fur. But yeah, he yeah. just uh, walks around with slugs and then they usually dry up on him. <laughs> so it gets all matted. Yeah, you get this little hard slug in his fur and he just sort of chews it off and drops it on the bed. <laughs> and you end up having this dry slug with a bit of hair stuck on it. 
on the bed. It's just lovely. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not brilliant. I'm not brilliant with pets. I've never had a pet. You see, so I. Uh, I even don't even know how to pick a cat up. You don't. I, I don't mind. If, you didn't have a pet. If he jumps up on my knee. That's fine. But I've never. Had, well, just Timmy. Well, some. To- well, some goldfish. That's not a and pet. Timmy. My star pet was Timmy the tortoise. That's not a pet. <laughs> well, I suppose it is. <laughs> they were the whole. Yeah, listen. Back in Northern Ireland, tortoise was a thing to have, and uh, you know you could train them to do all sorts of stuff. You could train them to sort of sit there inanimately. Oh. You could train right. them to, to to do nothing. <laughs> you could train them to fetch, but they wouldn't fetch anything. You could and, train them uh, to all not ever fetch. Eat, <laughs> no, all they ever did was eat my dad's shrubs. Did he eat the, um, you know, the bushes slowly then, did he? Being tortoise, he's pretty slow at everything. So it must have been very suspenseful to watch, was it? Well, probably for tortoises it might have been, but for us it was a bit, you know, mundane, to be honest. So not for our book then, and certainly not for Hitchcock's group. Well, the tortoises, yeah, hmm, you never know about that. Well, you know, creep up on people in the shower, slowly with a knife. <laughs> what, instead of the music going, <laughs> it would go, <laughs> oh, I give up on you. But no, seriously, we need to get our new AI ghost writer to write something really suspenseful and ghostly and like Hitchcock. Yeah, something like a big memorable scene like the shower scene that our followers are going to be talking about for years to come. Did you know that um, he was afraid of eggs, wasn't he? Was it? Yeah, but yes. He was. It was something. Yeah, yeah I think, yes, I think, I think you're right. I think he was afraid of birds' eggs, wasn't he? Something like something that. Something like that, and, uh, which is kind of a bit um, a joke since he wrote well, about birds. Well, it's weird. But well, yeah, well, he did. He, he did his famous, you know, uh, scary movie about the birds, but his even more famous one. Or uh, the Psycho, isn't was it? Psycho. So what he should have done was combine... Both his fears. What, and throw... And instead of... Yeah, throw eggs at her in the shower. <laughs> yeah. So instead of a woman's in the shower, and you can sort of see what's happening, and you can just sort of haze out is the, the shower curtain, all of a sudden yellow splat, 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 another one, and somebody throwing bird eggs at her. That would be much better, wouldn't it? Um, no. You should, could have seen the yolk disappearing down the plug hole at the end. Well, it wasn't a black and white movie anyway. It was. So, you know, it doesn't matter then, does it? <laughs> Leave it, leave it to you to bugger it up. <laughs> Party pooper. <laughs> well, well, you could have seen something, and of course, if you were, if you think, well, that's eggs, and it wouldn't be the white bit, it ha- that has to be the yolk going down there. So you you do you you make two and two, think that's ah, the yolk going down there. So that would be it, you know. You could have uh, instead of having the ee, 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 I don't know, you could have bark, 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 or something like that. You know, I, I can I can see it all. I can, I can see it. I can see it all. Now he missed a trick there, didn't he? Anyway, look at the time. But before we go, I think we should do a little bit of a round-up. Yeah, I think we should just let people where we are with this whole process. So we're doing a fantasy noir, and we have a protagonist called Grandolf Smith, who's a beardy bloke. That's him. And um, him, and he's a retired actor who now works as a bartender off the all, at the All Evil Arms. So let's hope AI can cope with that. I'll feed all the data into the machine and see what it turns out. Well, yeah, well, we still need to find a good, um, you know, program, AI program. Have you found anything Well, I've yet? got my people on it. They're looking. Well, that was the back end of last summer. You could see we were full of exuberance and full of hope and full of um, euphoria about this new project. <laughs> and then, what did we get? What Brian. Did it... Yeah, Brian. Bloody Brian we got. And, and a bad that... story. <laughs> and a bad story. He delivers it like, I don't know, like a, a fish that's been on de- been on a slab for about six weeks. If only there had been a clue. Yeah, well... Well, 
the boss. Well, we're going to send you, not send you, we're going to let you listen to um, Brian's audition tape next week. Yeah. And um, <laughs> don't ask why we hired him. No, don't. And don't ever trust us to do anything because we heard this before we hired him. Yes, you'd think we have known better, wouldn't we? But yeah. We didn't. Yeah, oh well. You've got that to look forward to. So yes, that's what you're going to get in next week. Yeah. treat next week, Brian's audition tape, and yeah. uh, us commenting on it, or not. And then the week after, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Big surprise. Get ready. Right, that leaves us to say goodbye. Yep. And um, see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.